live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwam. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwam. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. All right, good morning, everyone. Hour 2 on a Wednesday, February 9th. Toby and TJ back with you. Smack dab in the middle of your work week. It is a game day in Norman. Big one tonight. Sooners need it, need it, need it, need it. We've been saying that for a while now. Tech in town tonight. 8 o'clock tip. 7.30 pregame on Sooner Radio with uh, my partner, Kevin Henry who I was uh, thinking about as I went to bed last night, TJ. And let me clarify. <laughs> well. I am a head-hitting pillow, nice, soft, comfortable pillow, at 11 o'clock last night. And I set the alarm for 4.20 this morning to get up, get <laughs> showered, get a little bag packed. Had to be here by 6. And I was thinking, so you're telling me. <laughs> You're telling me. You would just go, eh, I'm sure I'll wake up. That's what he's trying to sell us, Teach. You realize the Ram, if I oversleep this morning, I'm doing the show at the house and missing this event or having to miss You're leaving at eight o'clock. The whole last hour right. of the show. Yes, that's what would have happened. You would have missed the last hour of the show. It's not a good option. You're telling me I'm going to bed at 11, got to get up at 4:20. Hey, body, wake me up. That, that just happens. That's what they're. That's what all these people. It's not just Kevin Teach. It's all these people out there that say they have this mind control power that they can wake themselves up whenever they want. That's the bill of sell we're being sold. I don't believe it. None of it's true. That's why you don't believe it. No. Here's the uh, top five today, by the way, to be thinking about. We'll do it at uh, 7.35 this morning. Super Bowl week. Yesterday we had uh, – what, what was yesterday, TJ? We had uh, something Super Bowl related yesterday. What the halftime shows. Top five halftime shows. That's right. Today, top five greatest Super Bowl commercials of all time. Whoa. That's a list right there. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's hard a tough to go one. through. That's a tough one. I was pretty pleased yesterday that uh, I thought you would argue with me more than you did. You had a problem with Beyonce, but other than that, 
we were fairly on the same page. We'll see if it happens again today. Top five Super Bowl commercials of all time. Today's daily top five. That's coming up at uh, 7.35. Now with uh, its own music bed, which is exciting. Okay. Our man Lincoln Riley. Don't say our man. Just about every fourth or fifth day. Just about the time Sooner Nation is calming down. And they were this week, I think. Just stirs the pot again. Uh, his new best friend, Colin Cowherd. Uh, this relationship, by the way. This is what's going to annoy me, is the Colin Cowherd, USC, Lincoln Riley love is going to annoy me way more than Lincoln Riley is. Someone uh, you know, made the comment yesterday. I don't remember who to give credit to on Twitter, but they were right. He's gone on Colin, uh, Colin Cowherd already more in the three, four weeks that he's been the coach at USC than he ever did like interviews and, and, and got with people while he was at Oklahoma for years. Yeah. He's been on there five, six times already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's it's I don't know if it's USC's um demands that he do all these uh, he, it, shows. He's or, Hollywood. We weren't big enough for him. Maybe so. Maybe so. But he was on Colin Cowherd yesterday. And I don't even here's the exchange. Here's the exchange. We didn't take players from Oklahoma. We took players from the transfer portal. You know, those players and their families had to make a decision to either stay at that university just like any other player has to make or to enter the portal where then they can be recruited by anybody in the country. And that's up to those players and their families, and we have nothing to do with that. But once they, once a player gets into a, a portal where they are open to any school in the country, we would be crazy not to take a look at that and try to help our football team. And, and then on top of it for me, the maybe the more emotional tie for me is these are guys that we recruited – we got to know their families. We were a part of the, the entire process. You know, all of a sudden they were good enough for us to take at Oklahoma, but now we wouldn't give them a chance uh, just because we're at a new spot. I, I just that part never really made sense to me. So, um, you know, certainly uh, excited to get those guys here along with all of our other players. And, and to us, it's literally these are players in a portal. These are guys that we feel like can come into USC and help us get this program to where it needs to be. All right, the last part, who cares about that? The, the part that everybody's talking about is the, I didn't take players from Oklahoma. I took them from the transfer portal. TJ, your thoughts? I didn't have McDonald's last night. I had it door dashed. That was the best tweet that I saw <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I didn't buy it from McDonald's. I bought it from DoorDash. I got it from McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, you took them from Oklahoma. I do not believe for one second that there were not conversations with uh, Caleb Williams before he hit that transfer portal. I just don't believe it. Um, I also think he knew Mario Williams and Caleb Williams were a package deal. So whether he had conversations with Mario or not, I don't know. But he knew Caleb would be able to bring him. The Latroma McCutcheon thing, I've said for a long time, that thing's weird to me. His parents didn't like him playing here at Oklahoma for Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch, but yet then they take off to California to be with him. They couldn't hammer him enough on social media as he was here over his playing time and, and right. different things. And then, boom, all of a sudden, now he's the greatest guy in the world and we're heading to California with him. So, 
you got the players from Oklahoma. You knew you were going to get Caleb Williams. That's why you didn't go after and try to secure another quarterback. You knew that some things were being lined out with an NIL deal with Dr. Dre and Beats by Dre and $2.5 million or whoever or how much ever it was going to be. Stop. Stop. You're not buying it. I'm not buying any of it. And here's my problem with this. So... It was this a, is this a James Harden situation? For a long time, I told you, James Harden is a highly annoying individual. Yeah, that's right. And you would be like, he is not. He James Harden's awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he's not. He left, he got to Houston, you're like, man, this James Harden's an annoying individual. That's right. Did I not see a lot of this when he was here? I don't know. Because everything he does now irritates me. Hmm. Anything he says, the way he uh, phrases things, the way he tries to spin things, anything he does at this point annoys me. And it doesn't help that he's going on Colin Cowherd so much because you know how I feel about Colin Cowherd. I have challenged him to a fight. I have not heard back from him yet. <laughs> his bleached teeth, his styled hair, uh-huh. the way that uh, I don't know what happened with his teeth and everything once he got the job and got uh, some money and everything. I, I, he bothers me. I can't stand his stupid face. I can't stand his stupid voice. Anything about Colin Cowherd bothers me. So the fact that they're teamed together now like new stepbrothers <laughs> drives me insane. Cowherd moved to California. Got big white teeth. I don't know where they came from. Then he became like the biggest fan of all the California teams. Oh, let me just let me just talk about USC and now the decisions he like, that they're making right now. He basically is an on-air recruiter for all the California teams out there. Everybody should play for the Lakers. Everybody should come to USC. And why was Lincoln Riley at press row at the Super Bowl? <laughs> That's where he was, right? I, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Why? Probably trying to get uh, players in the NFL to transfer into USC. Yeah. It is disappointing. One, I completely agree that the Cowherd uh, connection is going to push me over the edge. And and I am much more patient than you are. <laughs> but anytime Cowherd comes on anything, I get irritated, you know, because he's... He bothers me when uh, Fox stupid. has him on the NFL stuff. Yeah. Uh, it is disappointing how Lincoln handled the whole, you know, recruits and transfers from OU. And it makes me very much appreciate how Brent has handled it. You know, he tried to basically talk Jared Canick out of coming to OU because he had too much respect for Clemson and too much respect for Dabo. And I can't do that to the place that has, you know, the place and the man that has done so much for me. That was Brent's stance and refused to offer Canick a scholarship until mom got involved and Dabo gave it his blessing and begrudgingly he finally said, okay. That has not been the approach at all, apparently, by Lincoln from day one. Whether you are a uh, commit or a current OU player, it seems that he has tried to encourage them to change their mind and come play for him. And that's disappointing, considering everything I just said about Clemson and Dabo applies to Lincoln 
with OU and Bob Stoops and everything he's been afforded and given and set up with in life because of the opportunity that fell into his lap at the University of Oklahoma. And to repay them in this manner is uh, disappointing. It's disappointing. And then to kind of go, you know, and get to go on national TV and and justify it is, uh, you know, it feels disingenuous. So I love how Colin uh, mentions Kyler and Caleb, too. No mention of a Heisman Trophy winning Baker Mayfield under Lincoln Riley. This is going to be the awkward part of their relationship is uh, Lincoln's best friend is Baker Mayfield. And uh, or at least it was. I don't know what their relationships like these days. And uh, you know, and uh, Colin can't stand Baker, so that will be fun to see if they're able to mend that fence or not. But yeah, that set off Sooner Nation again yesterday. So give us four, four, four or five more. Uh, I, I, I hope. Have we? Did that come out before? Steely show or after? I think it was during. Oh boy. Yeah. Is he okay? Because I, I remember him. Going up and down the hallways. Oh, so, no. Yeah. <laughs> was, oh, no. Yeah, I believe that was during his show, yeah. <laughs> oh, Link, you got to quit. You got to – my man Steely, his heart can't take anymore. <laughs> oh, boy. 718, your thoughts. We'll hit the text line next. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. T-Row in the Morning Show every day brought to you by our friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. $8.99 listing fee, saving you thousands on the sale of your uh, <laughs> sale of your home. Who turned us on to this song, by the way? Do you remember? Uh, this was Sonny uh, Galloway's right. song. That's yeah. right. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. It was just uh, foreshadowing when we needed it for mule shoe. Uh, let's see. By the way, though, one of the snake shirts, I think, is still back there. If Somebody you're asked one. me about that from yeah. another school. Who did we play last? Oh. One, of the rec- one of the recent road games. I don't think it was OSU. About the, the snake mule shirt sh- that we No, got? the mule shoe. Oh, okay. It was like, uh, it wouldn't have been OSU because they live in this state. They were like, why does everyone call him mule shoe? And I said, because that's where he's from. And they said, why is that insulting? And I said, I'm not really sure. So you call him by his hometown as a way of making fun of him? And I was like, yeah, that's what they do. And they're like, I don't get it. And I had a hard time explaining it to him because <laughs> I don't know that I understand it either. It's just It just sounds insulting, mule shoe. I guess. Like if uh, like it would be like if you did something we all didn't like. It, or I'm just going to call him Enid. <laughs> I'm never going to say his name again. I'm just going to call him Enid. <laughs> like, why is that insulting? I don't even know. Enid's not insulting. That could be a name of someone. What's insulting about Mule Shoe? Mule Shoe? It's Mule Shoe. It's just a funny name? It's just a funny name. Yeah. Just a funny name. Okay. Mule Shoe. I, I mean, it's as as insults go, it's, you know, it's better than 
you know, you could you could be much more vulgar than that. So I'm fine with it. I just, it was just hard to explain. I was like, you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm not exactly sure why it's insulting. <laughs> it's just his hometown. There may be a story behind it that I don't know that maybe mm-hmm. we're not understanding. Like if I Bob, just... if Bob, you know, Bob would Bob's a program guy. He would never do this. But if Bob ever left, he, we'll never Youngstown. <laughs> Again, we'll always refer to him as Youngstown. (laughs) Katie and I have this thing where we dream about owning some land out at the lakes and owning our own property. We're not going to do that anytime soon, maybe one day. But we'll send each other like, hey, let's check out this property that's Mm -hmm. for sale. Things like that. She you going to build a house on it? Or? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So the other day she sent uh, some land that was for sale. She goes, hey, check out this property. And I said, we are not moving there. It's on Mule Shoe Drive. <laughs> she goes, what? I go, I will never live on Mule Shoe Drive. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same. There's a, a, a set that Porter runs. It's a horns set. Everybody's got it. In basketball, it's kind of a pot, like the UCLA play. Everybody runs UCLA play. Right. Everybody runs a horn set. It's where you bring up double high picks on each side. The point guard can go either way, and you work plays off of it. It's called the horn set. But we don't call it the horn set at OU. At least Lon didn't, I don't think, because of Texas. And But Porter runs a horn set. And I've been really close to a lot of these shoot-arounds going, Coach, you've got to rename that set. Like, we can't call it Horns. He's like, I've got so many sets, I can't, I've run out of names. I've got to call it I gotta, I, I got to explain to you, we do not say Horns around here. You've got to <laughs> – I know that's what everybody calls it in basketball. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. What is this, a PSA? Colonoscopy talk. Where's the guy that talks about hockey? It's from Mike and Julie in Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good morning, y'all. Have an outstanding day. Boomer Sooner, Jeremy from Harlan, Texas. Guy. What a guy that Jeremy is. Uh, Toby, mm-hmm. love the show, but Thank I you. will not listen to you on the toilet. Well, that's not the – I'm talking about surgery prep. Right. I'm not talking about the uh, 24-hour clean-out or whatever happens. So. How do you know, by the way? I do my show from home every day. You have no idea. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> No, you just don't know. Uh, I had my colonoscopy this past fall, and the worst part of it was the prep before. But honestly, with working all the time, it was the best sleep I've had in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Went to a wedding that evening. Everything was fine, and I'm good for another five years. Okay. uh, I think you were supposed to sign a name there. It's someone from Charlotte. We just got, you know, it's the kind of thing that's unpleasant, but we're going to have to get it done, Teach. We're getting near that age where we're going to have to get it done. This is a very popular topic, too, on the text line, by the way. I've had seven colonoscopies. Wow. First one in my early 30s, but it's not bad. Worst part is the prep. Not because of having to clean out your innards, but because you can't eat for so long. I think I said inside. I said mm-hmm. innards. Innards. <laughs> also, yesterday, Teddy proposed taking donations for an airplane flyover to USC game that says, Rush 3, Drop 8. Would Toby contribute? That's your man Teddy that's wanting to do this, so got to support him. I got right? no, I got no uh, issue with the message or the endeavor. The question is, am I going to contribute my heart, hard-earned money for an airplane flyover? How much is it to add that, and then at the input from Toby Rowland? I'll pay for the from Toby <laughs> Rowland. I don't is know it per letter. Like Teddy, he played in the NFL. 
Isn't he independently wealthy enough to buy this plane on his own? Why does he need all of us peons to contribute? Uh, I don't know. I'm a little uh, – I'll have to think about it. i got kids to put through college. I've got uh, volleyball expenses to pay right now. I would rather concentrate on building up the University of Oklahoma, contributing to the OU baseball stadium project, and helping fund Brent Venable's uh, projects than tearing down the University of Southern California, TJ. I'm, I look forward. There's no reason to look in the rear view. Trash talk so fun, though. Mm. I, d- I guess. You guys certainly enjoy it a lot. I may travel to USC games just to sit in the stands and boo him. I would travel for that. I find uh, trash talk highly uncomfortable. You would not stand at the top of the tunnel and yell at Chris Sims' mom's no. uh, mom at a OU Texas game. I <laughs> see we differ in that. Uh, you want to take a phone call? <laughs> yeah, we can. Steve, good morning. Toby, good morning, guys. Um, you know, I know you said you don't like the trash talking, so I'm going to keep it kind of nice. But this deal with Colin Cowherd yesterday and Riley, I mean, the hits just keep coming. He's like Dick Clark or something. Uh I wish Cal Hurt would have asked him, though, well, hey, didn't you block a third-string quarterback mm-hmm. from going to TCU from the portal? Yeah. But he didn't. So And Austin anyway, uh, Austin uh, Kendall. Oh, he that's tried right. To, yeah, tried he to keep did. him from yeah. going to West Virginia. I mean, it's just really hard for me to believe anything that comes out of this guy's mouth. But anyway, fellas, have a good Wednesday. See you, Steve. I'm going to give a curling update. Hey, uh, if you're uh, recording the curdling, turn down your radio for the next 43 seconds. First round-robin match for the U.S. men live right now on Peacock. Uh, They are in the sixth end. TJ, how many ends are there in curling? I have no idea. Eight is the answer. Eight. Eight. They're in the sixth of eight ends. Russia three, U.S. two. Got a tight one, TJ. I'll keep you updated. It's amazing how popular curling's become. Is it just the thing that you've got to say you're watching it now to be cool? I mean, I like it. I enjoy it. Of the Winter Olympic sports, I enjoy it. But it seems like everybody's over the top with talking about how much they love curling. I don't know why. why they want to fit in with you? No. I don't, but I don't know why it's so popular. I don't, uh, it's mesmerizing. It That's is, why. It is mesmerizing. There is strategy to it. There's... Obviously, some skill, a lot of skill, but it's like uh, everyone geometry. They can do it. Uh, probably there's a little bit of I could do that in there. Um, I'm not sure. It's a good question why it's become so popular. Because it existed for a long time without us caring about it or maybe yes. even knowing. Right. It. Mm-hmm. And then in the last what three Olympics or so, it's really just burst onto the scene. I love it. Like I, I watch every single U.S. match. I watched uh, the gold medal match yesterday in the, the the mixed doubles, and the U.S. wasn't even in that. So there's something about trying to figure out what they should do while they're trying to figure out what they should do that is I, uh, very satisfying to me. So I don't know. I think there's certain guys around here that love it as much as they love Eddie acknowledging them in a tweet. I mean, it's substantial. Hmm. I don't know what that means. 
but maybe you'll tell me during a commercial break. Is there somebody that really enjoys that a lot? Yeah, there are a lot, yeah. At our station, that work at our station? Um, No, not that work at the station. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, when we come back, today's daily top five. Top five Super Bowl commercials of all time. Do you have a number one, Teej? Do you have a clear-cut number one I, I in your I think mind? I do, but you may go over this list, and I may have forgotten about several of them. Eight o'clock hour, Jeff Haxton joins us live. We'll talk uh, OU Tech basketball with the voice of the Red Raiders. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, time for our daily top five today. Toby and TJ back with you on a uh, Wednesday morning. Super Bowl coming up Sunday. Bengals and uh, Rams. How's your fired up meter on a Wednesday for the Super Bowl? You sure you don't want to come uh, to our party? It sounds like you're kind of just going to be home alone, and I'm worried about you. Oh, no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll have the wings uh, going and the Mm -hmm. celery and ranch and – what a weird nice, year this is. I'm socializing. You're home alone. You're going to your sister's house. You're not socializing. You're going to eat soup somewhere. Nah, you know what? I mean, <laughs> she's going to have soup, but I'm bringing some real food. <laughs> soup. <laughs> Maybe there's going to be more than that. There's going to be, it's my sister's house, but there's going to be uh, several families there and, you know, lots of people. So uh, just, it's well, weird. Perhaps I'll bring a nice I'm the stay home alone guy. You're the be at a party guy. And uh, shoes on the other foot this year. I guess so. Go go live it up. I'm proud of you. I'm going to live it up. I'm proud of you. You don't even know how many Diet Dr. Peppers I might consume. <laughs> All right, here we go. So this is obviously very subjective. Uh, the top four was easy for me. Number five, I have a feeling you're going to remind me of one I hadn't thought of that I'm going to want to replace number five with. But I'm not a big beer commercial guy. So uh, under consideration, I did not include like the Bud Bowl. Those were uh, popular for a long time. I didn't include the Budweiser Frogs, which everybody mm-hmm. is a, a big fan of. I considered, uh, remember Terry Tate, office linebacker? Oh, yeah, I did like that. Do you those. remember what he was advertising for? Um, Reebok, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> did you remember Reebok? <laughs> I wear Reebok clothing to this day. Oh, do you? Okay. Uh-huh. What about shoes? Do they a, still make shoes? I got. Uh, yes, they do. I don't have Reebok shoes, but I got a couple of pair of Reebok joggers and a couple of dry fit now, Reebok Now, well, help me out here. When I was in high school, when we were in high school age, yeah. was Reebok really popular? Or yes. was it just, was I out of the loop? Because I had Reeboks and wanted Reeboks and thought it was really popular. Oh, no, there, there was a time there where they were the... The itch shoe, okay. and then right. they had the, the pumps, you know, D. Brown and the pumps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry Tate, office linebacker, I considered him. I, I really loved a commercial a few years back with the uh, uh, Herding Cats. Uh, oh, that one was pretty good, It was yes. an HP commercial, mm-hmm. Hewlett Packard. Uh, but I didn't put I didn't put that down. So my number five commercial is, is a beer commercial, though. It is a Budweiser commercial. It's the what's up? Uh... <laughs> We still do that to this day. I mean, not a lot, but everybody in the world did it for a while, right? Every room you walked into, somebody said, Wah! We'd answer a phone. And, I think I did it on this show last week. What year do you think that commercial came out? I would say 2004. 
four. 1997. Really? Whoa, way sooner than I thought. I know. All of these, I'm like, (laughs) there's definitely, you can tell on my top five anyway, definitely skews toward, you know, a more impressionable Toby Rowland. (laughs) There's not a lot of recent day. In fact, that might be the most modern. No, there's one. uh, Well, no, that's the most recent one. That's the most recent commercial, 1997, my top five. Wow. What up? Number five. Uh, number four. This was, I think, probably considered by many the greatest Super Bowl commercial of all time, but it was a it was a little before my time. Now, I've certainly seen it a lot, but the Mean Joe Green Coke hey. commercial, Hey Kid. Yeah. I'm going to rank it number four. It came out in 1979, so I'm sure I didn't see it live. I would have been six years old. Maybe I did. Not certainly. I've seen it more like, you know, just in replays and stuff. It's a great commercial. It's a great commercial. One of the pioneering Super Bowl commercials. But it was kind of before my time, so I only put it at four. What do you think? Music ran out on us. I'm sorry, I was distracted. I can't um, hear any music. Have you I, been well, playing music? I, I faded it out. I made a mistake. Now is I got to wait for the commercial. Is it actually going over the air? There, there it is. Oh, okay. Um, I love the commercial, but I'm with you. I it wasn't like I was sitting there live and like, whoa, that was a good commercial. I, that was probably before commercials were a thing too in the Super Bowl. It's you kind mean of what started as popular as yeah that right. it was a launch I think right. it was a big one I've only got a number four number three greatest Super Bowl commercial of all time for me number three where's the beef where's the beef I love the where's the beef commercial <laughs> oh man what a great Wendy's hey Wind- it was a Wendy's commercial where's the beef little old lady looks up at the man that's another thing that we all said like it became. For years, a part of Americana. Yes. Right? Where's the beef? <laughs> hey, where's the beef? Other fast food restaurants hated it because everyone was yelling it out. You them. want to take a year guess on that one? 86? Close. 1984. 84. We were 11 years old when that came out. 1984. No wonder. It was so funny. <laughs> Number two, and this is going to be controversial, Okay. If I have one that's controversial, it'll be controversial, and it is a little against my M.O., against my brand, perhaps. But the Cindy Crawford commercial with Pepsi changed my life. It's my number two. It's my number two. Holy cow. 1992. Was it a Ferrari or a Lamborghini? I think it was a Lamborghini. I think it was a Lambo. Yeah. Jiminy Christmas, that commercial. <laughs> well, we were we would have been in college, right? You were uh, sitting there with your parents and uh, said, uh, "No, we were in college. We were in college. Me. It was '92. We were in college." Oh man, that was a tremendous. It was commercial. the height of Cindy Crawford, yes. and we're in college, and she gets out of that red Lamborghini, and you're at your Super Bowl party, and they're going, "That's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life." Like, to this day, if you go back and watch that commercial, it holds up, TJ. So I didn't rank it too high. No, I have it at number two as well. That commercial made me sweat, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
told you. It's against my brand a little bit. But, Papa uh, T, turn off the radio if you're listening. And the number one, are we going to agree on this? I don't know. I have a clear-cut number one. I do, too. The clear-cut number one for me is, and I'm going to say this correctly, Bird versus Jordan McDonald's commercial. Oh, I forgot about Bird versus Jordan. That was a Super Bowl commercial? Yes. Oh. Mine is... 1993, Bird versus Jordan. Mine is not that old. Maybe 10 years ago, Paul Harvey, God Made a Farmer, the Dodge Truck commercial. Oh, my gosh. I love that commercial. Great commercial. Great commercial. And it is very on brand for you. (laughs) That's when my uh, love of Yellowstone started, and I didn't even know it. It's got a truck in it. It's got a farmer in it. (laughs) It's probably got an acoustic guitar in it. That is a great commercial, man. God made a farmer. God made a farmer. We might have to play that. I forgot. You know what? I'm going to move. I'm bumping out. What's up? And I'm putting in (laughs) God made a farmer. What's that even for? Is Dodge. That a- Dodge Ram trucks. And it shows them working in the field. So there's the truck driving through the dirt. And- so the companies are in our top five, in my top five, McDonald's, Pepsi, Wendy's, Coke, and Dodge. Yeah. Just like, you know, that's the blue bloods right there. Yeah. That's the Duke, North Carolina, Kansas of commercials right there. No Budweiser Clydesdale commercial, though. There have been they're, some great ones. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. I, well, I had What's Up in there. That was my one nod to the... No Baby Puppy Monkey? Baby Puppy Monkey. Good. I mean, we're talking elite of the elite <laughs> here, TJ. <laughs> to get into this top five, we have Mean Joe Green at four. That's probably too low. You put him so in front little, of Cindy Crawford? You put no, Mean I'm Joe not, Green in front of Cindy I Crawford? I almost put Cindy Crawford you at number one. You put him in one. front of Where's the Beef? Uh, it's a, it's a, I was 11 when Where's the Beef came out. I could imagine if Where's the Beef came out now with my 11-year-old. Where's the Beef? How many times he'd be saying it walking around the house. <sighs> All right. So it's a solid there top with, five. You know what I'm talking about, Vern? Yeah, that wasn't a Super Bowl commercial. No, that was pretty good. Brahms, yeah. Um, so it's a solid top five? I would have. There are so many Super Bowl commercials. I'd have to go back, but I've got no problem with the one. You'd have God made a farmer at number one. I love that commercial. I sometimes go and pull it up on YouTube just to watch it. (laughs) Wasn't that like a two-minute commercial? Yeah, it was like two, two and a half minutes. Wow, how much did that cost? Do you think? Uh, Forty-five million dollars, probably. This year it's seven million, right? For thirty seconds. uh, I think that's what I heard. Yeah. Jeez, man. All right, uh, there's the t- today's daily top five. We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Toby and TJ back with you. Big thanks to Terry Saxon, Saxon Realty Group. They bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Check them out for the eight ninety nine dollars listing fee. Give Terry a call. Great customer service. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Attaboy, Schuster! We uh, <laughs> we had a call off the air that said, please tell Toby to never tell me about his coming-of-age stories again or to use the term Lambo. He's not cool to drop that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, my apologies. I'll stay in my lane. Uh, air Comfort Solutions text line. No hey, Spuds I, McKenzie? I, uh, that was a good one. 
I did have a, uh, a very cool 66 Mustang as a uh, you have young talked man. about the, the Mustang you had. That's young right. Man. I'm definitely not Lamborghini worthy, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, Greg uh, is voting for Spuds McKenzie. Uh, Clydesdale's bowing to the World Trade Center after 9-11 has to be on the list. I don't remember that that's, commercial. That, that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, another one that I saw was the uh, that's popular on a lot of these lists that I was just looking at during that break. The little boy when he walks out in the driveway dressed like Darth Vader and he's yep. using the force and his dad starts yep. the car from in the house. That was just like in the last couple of years, right? Yeah, that's pretty recent. So Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Shaq just purchased Reebok from Adidas. Look for Reebok to make a comeback. That's from hmm. OU Mitchell. Is that true? Shaq bought Reebok? I don't know why Mitchell would lie to us. <laughs> I don't know that I trust Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? I mean, how much does Reebok cost? Shaq's got that kind of money? That's crazy. Like that or they've gone completely in the tank. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Toby holds Jiminy Christmas in the highest of regards. Yeah. Uh, for him to use that to describe Cindy Crawford commercial says all I need to know about the impact it had. You oh, did I did I say you, Jiminy you Christmas? Say, when she got out of that car, Jiminy Christmas. Oh, did I? <laughs> uh, tip of the cap, Brooksy. Tip of the cap. Uh, someone sent me a link of the uh, Cindy Crawford uh, commercial. Uh, I'm a little surprised that three players is all that Lincoln got to follow him to USC. I know this is the home of Sooner football, but in the afternoon, it's the home of USC football and at least USC bashing. Uh, and then this person's also mad at you for no Budweiser frogs and no Clydesdales. By the way, there's 10 ends in uh, in uh, curling. There was eight in the mixed doubles, but 10 in the team event. Um, well, the first part of that I was going to respond to. What was the only, first part that, of that? He was only able to get three oh. from OU. Well, yeah, off the current team. But uh, there was a lot of uh, – ne- there were some class, yeah. commits that have changed their minds. So you got to factor those in too. So, Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I, we, we all got content for our radio shows, you know. I mean, we all – you got some hours to fill and you want people to call in and talk and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but for me, I mean, and we, and I played Lincoln this morning, so pot kettle, you know. But at some point, you got to kind of move on and say, "Hey, let's talk about our team. Let's talk about our guys here a little bit." I think that's game one next year. You quit, finally move on. Quit giving uh, all of our energy to someone in the you know thousand miles away or whatever. But anyway, I know a lot of people aren't there yet. Uh, Bill says, "Bill uh, Bird Jordan, without a doubt. Oh, what a great commercial. Great commercial. I agree with you, Bill. Number one. This one says, number one is all the GoDaddy commercials. I don't remember those. What, well, uh, Are they scantily clad women or well, something? Uh, what's her name? Danica Patrick, I think, did the GoDaddy commercials, right? Oh, that's right, yeah. I do remember those, but they're not, like, standing out to me. Uh... Toby and TJ, the last artist you said Skip had uh, you play was the great Red Dirt Country artist Ray Wiley Hubbard. Yes, I know who it was. It wasn't Skip. It was uh, Sonny. Uh, Sonny, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, snake Farm in honor of the snake from Mule Shoe. That's why I played it. So <laughs> glad you picked up on that. Yes. I like it when someone calls in to tell you who you just played. <laughs> Sometimes they ask me who I've played, uh-huh. and I don't remember, but I do like when they tell me, do you know this was the artist that you just played and. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, a, I'm yeah, aware. I'm I hit play it. on it, yeah. yeah. All right, top of the hour break. Coming up next hour, TJ, 
a big trade yesterday in the NBA. We have not talked about it Oh, that's yet. right. I forgot you would be happy about it. Oh, this. this is fantastic news. Plus, Jeff Haxton live coming up. We'll be back.